0: Thank God for victory in the house. Amen. Praise God. Appreciate these singers and musicians coming early and practicing. Amen. Using their talents for Jesus. Amen. Thank God. Appreciate them. Amen. What's really nice is that we have so many we can rotate. Amen. They're rotating's a deal. I promise you. Amen this is how I I say it if God wants me to rotate he said there's going to be a five-fold ministry if I rotate then y'all get to rotate (laughs) amen praise God (laughs) hallelujah amen thank the Lord for people that are willing to work in the kingdom of God I appreciate everybody that does whatever you do appreciate your prayers amen prayer is the thing that carries this on Without prayer, we're just another dead church like everybody else. Amen. So don't ever let the prayer go out. The most important service probably of our week is Monday night at 7 o'clock, and it's called prayer meeting. It's nobody pumping you up, nobody giving you a word. You just, you and God. Amen. Amen. Digging out a well. Amen. That's to know the truth that's the most like heaven service that we have is Monday night amen I there's many uh, examples in the Bible of uh, you praying finding your own closet touching God then there's many examples of congregational prayer where we all come together so on Wednesday night church don't start at 715 it really starts at 630 I know some people at work and other things it's hard to get here and I appreciate you getting here as soon as you can And I'm telling you, prayer makes all the difference in the world. All the difference in the world. Hallelujah. Thank God. So thank you for your prayer. Thank you for faithfully assembling together. Amen. I never really thought about it until a few weeks ago when I read it. said, forsake not the assembling together of yourself. Amen. even the more as you see the day approaching, then it said, but they that sin willfully... There is no more sacrifice. He was talking about people that people that church is just something they do if they got time or they feel like it or whatever. Amen. You're willfully sinning. I mean, I'm not a shepherd if I don't explain to you the whole counsel of God. You've got to be in God's house. Amen. Praise God. You read the Old Testament, it's scary because when you read that law, there's so many things that are just... Uh, uh, how you fix sin and it was always the one that sins by accident this is what you do and the one that sins by accident doing this this is what you do and the one that accidentally does this this is what you do it don't really talk a lot about the one that just willfully does whatever he wants amen praise God that's not what I'm preaching about I'm just meddling before I start preaching amen that's your pep talk for the night Amen. Praise God. I want to be right. Amen. I, and I say that, you know, God's not sitting there beating people down. He knows people have to work. He knows people got all kind of crazy schedules. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you could be there and you just say, well, I'll just I'll just watch online. Amen. I wouldn't even have online unless my pastor told me to do it. <laughs> just for your info. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> Amen. Always listen to your pastor. Always listen to your pastor. Amen. That's the reason I'm blessed today. Amen. I had a man of God that would tell me, really tell me stuff I didn't like. Amen. Praise. Matter of fact, he'd tell me just the opposite of what I wanted to hear. I thought, I don't even want to go talk to him because he always says just the opposite of what I think. Amen. Praise God. But before he started talking to me, I was almost homeless. <laughs> in a mess and everything else. So when I started listening to him, God sure helped me. Praise God. Amen. Well, we, we was happy a while ago, but it was all right. Amen. Praise God. It's so good to have Sister Ashley's mother here. Amen. Come see that grandbaby. Sister Ann, God bless you. Shady and Hosey have moved back to Hot Springs. Man, members of this church, thank you for being here. They got Ricardo with them. Man, they don't want to hear translators. They're learning English, so praise God. So they're gone. Now, <laughs> if you can learn my English, you'll know all English. <laughs> anyway, you got your Bible, Psalms 34 and 15 man our prayers for all those that are sick tonight I kept getting texts and I uh, pray that God would touch them and heal them Amen. praise God Psalms 34 and 15 the eyes of the Lord are upon the what the righteous and his ears are open unto whose cry who are they the righteous amen The face of the Lord is against them that do. He's against the ones that ain't doing right. To cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth. And delivereth them out of all their troubles. Praise God. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart. Not a puffed up spirit, not a cocky attitude, Amen. but he's nigh to them that are broken before him. And saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Man, we, we're not thinking we're, we're going to live for God and never have a problem. We're not naive to that. We know many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Out of every single one. Amen. I want to preach a little while. This, the Lord's been dealing with me since prayer meeting Monday night. And I just want to preach about the advantages of the righteous. The advantages of being a righteous person. We're not doing this for nothing. <laughs> Amen. There's blessings in being righteous. Amen. Set your Bibles down. Lift your hands to the Lord. Come on, lift up your voice and cry unto Jesus right now. Come on, cry, help me, Jesus. I wish some prayer warriors had just lift up your voice like a trumpet. Oh, we're blessed. We're blessed. We're blessed. Come on, join up with somebody right now. Come on, take them by the hand and pray with them. You've got the hand of a blessed person. Come on, he's been faithful to us. Come on, he always provides for us. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost moving right now. Somebody's been wondering all week is it worth it? I got a word. It's worth it, my friend. It's worth every prayer meeting. It's worth every change you've ever made. Carriazo. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, why don't you clap your hands to the Lord together as a way of worship. We love you, Jesus. We thank you. We praise you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody shout glory. Shout the devil, still a liar. Amen. You can be seated. Thank you for standing. I want to just preach, maybe teach, maybe just ramble a little while. I don't know. About the advantages of the righteous. Amen. The advantage of the righteous. Amen. When or Monday night, the Lord gave me this scripture while I was praying and I went ahead and if this is all brand new to you, then uh, you should have been here Monday night. Praise God. Amen. But I said this scripture and uh, it's just been eating on my spirit all, all week long. I guess all three days long, all two days long. Amen. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous. Amen. Not only does he know you, not only does he know how many hairs is upon your head, but he's watching you all day long. When the devil tells you you're all alone, tell him he's a liar. When the enemy says you're all alone, you need to say, shut your mouth, devil. You're a liar. The eyes of the Lord are upon me. And I feel like shouting already. Amen, that's comforting to know that the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous. It may not be quite as comforting if you're not doing right. Not only are his eyes upon you, but his ears are open unto their cry. Which means when we're praying, God's listening. I said when we're praying, when you walk through those doors and you walked in and started praying before church ever started, God did his ear like this. He started listening to what you were saying. You think nobody's listening? Don't worry about anybody else. It don't matter if anybody in the world's listening to what you got to say. I know somebody who is. And his name is Jesus. Hey, that's my son. That's my daughter right there. They're praying. you know what makes me want to do makes me want to talk to him all day long when I'm driving in the car I want to talk to him I want hallelujah somebody shout the devil's a liar Bible said the face of the Lord is against them that do evil To cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. Amen. When people start doing wrong. The Bible says God's going to turn his face against them. You know what the implication is. Is that God ain't going to be watching out for them anymore. Well hallelujah. It said his face is against those that do evil. That just means. He, don't, don't think that you got to be devil-possessed listening to ACDC to be evil. Hey Amen. You can just do wrong. You can just kind of be contradictory to what God wants you to do. And you ain't doing right. The Bible said if you turn, he's going to turn against you. He'll turn his face, which means he ain't looking out for you anymore. Amen. If there ever was a reason to do right, you ought to think about, I need the hedge around me. You you may not appreciate the hedge, but I appreciate the hedge. I don't want God looking some other direction. When I'm driving down the road, I want him looking down at me. When there's a snare laid before me, I don't want God looking the other way. I, I want Him saying, Oh, scoot over here a little bit, bro. You ever get tired of falling in traps and falling in snares and getting eaten up by trouble? Amen. You know what I'd do? I'd get on an altar and say, God, is there anything in my spirit that's causing me to have all this trouble? God, are you really ordering my footsteps? Because God ain't gonna let you fall in a trap. Well, hallelujah, clap your hands to the Lord. Amen, the Bible said the righteous cry. Everybody say they cry. And the Lord heareth. And he don't just hear, but the Bible said he delivereth them. Out of all their troubles. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, when I signed up, I got in trouble. Amen. Who cares? Who cares if there's trouble if you know that you got a God that's going to deliver you out of every one of them? Does it really matter if you have trouble in your life? If God's going to show up and deliver you, you're talking about being happy. You're talking about smiling from ear to ear. When you get this down in your spirit, it don't matter what comes against me, God's going to deliver me. It don't matter what's laid before me, God's going to help me. You know? You know what that means? It means we're going to win. You ever seen a winner pout? I've never seen it one time. Uh, But when people win, they go, guess what? We're going to win because God is for us. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. I'm trying to get started here. You'll bear with me a minute there's a lot of advantages to being righteous praise the Lord I'm going against every devil in hell that lies to people tries to convince you it ain't worth it living for God hey amen I'm going to take the word of God I want you to eat the whole thing Sometimes the Word of God tastes bitter. But oh, so does medicine. You ever just let an antibiotic just dissolve in your mouth? Mmm. Don't they taste wonderful? No, they don't. Sometimes the Word of God don't taste wonderful. But the writer said, eat the whole scroll not just the parts you like. Eat it all. Eat everything on the plate too. <laughs> Amen. It's going to be good for you. It's going to help you. And when you get something in your spirit, you get enough faith. Amen. I'm more than a conqueror. I said I'm more. I'm more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to let you know you ain't all alone. I'm going to get you out of your solo pity party tonight. Let you know you ain't all by yourself. Uh, Many are the affliction of the righteous. Uh, The one sitting beside you has got problems. Uh, But they got a God too uh, that's going to pull them out uh, when he pulls you out. Great is thy faithfulness. Hallelujah. Everybody say, the devil's still a, liar. The devil's still a liar. <laughs> Amen. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Amen. The ones that get rescued and get saved are the ones that are humble. The ones that are meek. Amen. Don't ever let uh, people get you riled up. Let me tell you what they'll do. If they get you riled up, they're going to get God mad at you. Amen. I I tell you, it's easy to make people mad. You can just look at them funny. Amen. You want to challenge try to make somebody happy try to put a smile on somebody's face and... anybody can start a fight it takes a righteous man to defuse one well hallelujah praise God Amen. I guess this is all right about a third of the people stood up and clapped. Maybe this is all right. You know what I figured out? Every time I was get puffed up, I never got my prayer answer. Every time I got mad, and, why did you do this? I never got my prayer answer. But when I just got real honest with God, I you know what? When I got here, I didn't have nothing. I didn't have nothing but trouble when I got here I was a total wreck when I walked through the door and you filled me with the Holy Ghost Uh, you can't make me mad you can't make me lose my salvation Uh, hey I come too far to look back now Uh, I've seen too many miracles uh, to throw it all away now oh Yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. Everybody say, many are the afflictions. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Amen. But that's not the end of the story. Because we've got a God. I said, we've got a God. We've got a God, we've got a God who's looking down upon the righteous, who's listening to the righteous, who's looking at where they're, and as long as we stay the righteous, he's going to deliver us out of it all. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So all we have to do is just stay righteous. You ever seen that emoticon? It's got like a zipper across his mouth. I don't know what that's for. I don't know if it's telling the other person shut up or you're shut up. I don't know. But I'll tell you, if people ever learn how to do that, you got that emoticon. Is there any way to put that one on the screen? The zipper mouth? Praise God. Amen. Praise God. I'm just meddling, but I may start preaching after a while. Praise God. Every time I allow that. Amen. and I start running my mouth it always comes back on me like a pile of bricks amen you know what it makes I'll tell you what it does it puts you in a different position I'll tell you what the enemy wants to do he wants you to get out of the righteous column and put you in the unrighteous column Because if he, if he can get you to change columns and you ain't got the favor of God anymore and God ain't listening to your prayer and He ain't looking. Some people say, Well, I'm just, I just can't feel God. And I, this is my favorite one. It's just like the church ain't like it used to be. Yeah, because you're the church. The church ain't the building. I'm not the church. We all the church. We all get an attitude, it ain't going to be like it used to be. It ain't going to be a move of God like it was. We all start playing with the world. It's going to become dead church. We all get a TV and just watching the garbage. It ain't going to be like it was. Because we will have changed columns. You're not going to drag me out of the righteous column. That's why... The thought always comes to me, that old song. Take this whole world. You can have it all. I'm not going to mess up this feeling I've got in my spirit. If I can. Amen. (laughs) Praise God. God. Boy, that's beautiful right there. (laughs) Maybe I ought to just stop preaching and just. We all just meditate upon the screen for a while. Oh, yeah. 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 We always say I wish I would have. I wish I would have just shut up. How many times you got to say, I wish I would have before you saying, thank God I didn't open my mouth. Let them say what they want to say. I'm do- you're not going to make me change columns. I'm not getting enough. I'm trying to get somebody blessed in this house. Hallelujah. Praise God. I, I, I think y'all got that. Hallelujah. There's going to be many things that come against us. Many challenges, many afflictions. But the righteous are going to be delivered from them all. It's kind of like the verse that says no weapon formed against us will prosper. It says it won't work. But who's that against? The righteous. Weapons formed against righteous people doing right, living right, acting right. Right, there, there, there will never be a weapon. It don't matter who makes it, who built it, who figured it out. We all want to know who did, who, who, who. No, it don't matter. It's kind of quiet in the house tonight. That's how I know I'm right on target right now. Hallelujah. Think about if you just live right and you just love everybody no weapon formed against you will prosper it won't work no weapon formed against you why would you worry why would you fret why would you get concerned why would you jump up if God be for us who can be against us Hallelujah. Mount, there's so many advantages to living a righteous life. Peace and joy and all the, the good things of God. Man, when the world's laying awake, concerned and stressed about the stock market and everything, and how many days' supply of milk is in the Kroger's, and they're laying awake, concerned. And I'm thinking, have you ever read the Bible? One of the advantages of the righteous, he meant is that we will never be forsaken. David said, I once was young. Now I'm middle-aged. No, that was me that said that. But David said, now I am old. And now that I think about it, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed at Kroger's with no milk on the shelf. I just feel like the same God that fed King David uh, is the same God that'll feed us uh, if he has to. Uh, Well, hallelujah. You ever read the story of Elijah? God said, Go down there by the creek. Amen. Don't worry about anything. Just go down to the creek and you just sit there. There's something beautiful about being sitting where God tells you to sit. Because when you're in the right place, blessings begin to flow. Amen. It's the ones that are unstable. You're never at the right place when the blessing begins to flow. But he told Elijah, you go down by the creek, a certain place. Amen. And I'm going to send a raven. T-bones every day. My Lord. Where'd they come from? I don't know. Same place that man I came from same place that extra fish came from that day he divided those same place that extra bread came from the day there was 5,000 same place when the 4,000 were hungry I'm telling you there's a big grocery store somewhere uh, and God's got the key to it oh ye of little faith Uh, hallelujah you ought to just love God right now Hallelujah, man. So, the great advantage is that God will deliver you from everything that comes against you. I began to open up the book of Psalms today. You know, the devil he tries to make people think you're the only one going through trouble. Woe is you, everybody else is blessed. Nobody else has any problems. It's just your struggle just because of who you are. Hey, Amen. He's a liar. I began to read the book of Psalms today and I opened up the second chapter. The first chapter was pretty good. The second chapter starts like this Why do the heathen rage? And the people imagine a vain thing. I don't know why they do. The kings of the earth set themselves against the rulers, take counsel against the Lord, against his anointed saying, why, why do people rage at the anointed? I don't know. He had problems. Everybody said he had problems. This is how Psalms 3 starts. Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? <laughs> Many are they that rise up against me. My Lord, I just thought it was me. <laughs> Psalms 4 starts like this. Hear me when I call, O God, of my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Oh, King David. That's how Psalms 5 is. Verse 8. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness because of mine enemies. Make thy way straight before my face. This is how Psalms 6 talks about in the sixth. I'm weary with my groaning. All the night make I my bed to swim. I water my couch with tears. Mine eye is consumed because of grief. It waxeth old because of all mine enemies. The seventh chapter. Oh Lord my God, in thee do I put my trust. Save me from all of them that persecute me and deliver me. Lest he tear my soul like a lion rending it in pieces while there is none to deliver. Praise God. I I thought, well, there's not enough paper in the printer to print all the Psalms that talk about trouble. And affliction and enemies and people after him and people talking about him. People chasing him and people wanting to kill him and people turning against him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Some people thought it was just them. But it ain't. The Bible says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. The difference between David and a lot of people is David didn't give up. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. David didn't take vengeance into his own hand. He had multiple times the guy that was chasing him, wanting to kill him, King Saul. He could have cut his neck off multiple times. He said, "Ah, oh, servant, don't do that. You do not touch God's anointing. We're going to let God take care of this. Can you, can you imagine if somebody was trying to kill you and you walked up on them and they're laying down and they got a sword right beside them? How many would think... The Lord has opened a door for me. Can you imagine? This scoundrel's been after me. Thank you for this open door, God. Let me tell you. God never opens a door that goes against that word. Praise God. All you got to do is get in the word. Man, man, one time a man told me God spoke to me and said that, that woman's gonna be my wife and I looked over and I said, I thought, well, that's somebody else's wife. And I looked back and I said, you're a liar. You're a false prophet. God ain't gonna tell you something different than that. God said when you even looked over there and thought about it, you're a sinner, my friend. Praise God. Amen. Don't nobody say amen. It's all good stuff. Praise God. Everybody say David had afflictions. Let me tell you, some afflictions are simply God working on you. Don't get mad at the process. Don't get mad at God when he allows Saul to chase after you don't have a nervous breakdown when Saul grabs his sword gets all of his men chasing after you don't curse Saul open your mouth and say Lord if there's anything in my heart that ain't right whatever you're trying to teach me right I'm ready to learn This is one test I'm not interested in taking again. So just show me, help me. Come on, church, I'm going to help somebody. After David becomes anointed by Samuel. Everybody say after. I mean, he takes the whole bottle of oil. Amen. They used to use big bottles like this. Fill it up with oil and pour it on them. That's how they anointed a lot of them. And you know what that did to a young man? I'm anointing you to be king. I, I think it might have puffed him up a little bit. Looked at his brothers. I got the oil, baby. I'm going to be Somebody let me tell you something when God anoints somebody when God calls somebody don't think that's the moment you're going to start sitting on the throne God, when God anoints somebody he's saying you know what I got a plan and if you'll play the right part you're going to have a great future as long as you stay in that righteous column one of these days you're going to sit on an ivory throne amen but he got all poured upon him then he got run out of town. <laughs> I didn't do anything to him. What is he? He's in there playing the harp. He was a musician. He's playing, driving off evil spirits. I tell you, if you get anointed enough, just your playing could drive the devil out of people. Hey, I think we need to go to a new level in everything. You singing a song could run the devil out of town. Hey, it, it ain't time to play church. It's time to get on fire. I just mentioned this. There was a little clip I seen this preacher was talking. I don't know how he knew. it, it may be a complete lie, who knows, but I, I'm just going to tell you, that was my disclaimer. This guy was preaching. He said 70% of the people at the Asbury revival that wanted special prayer. I guess they took them into a different room. I don't know. We, got, we already got a room. So. But he said 70% that they took in the room for prayer, the devil was manifesting 70% of them. Let me tell you something it's going to take a real church in the last days to have revival. A fake church ain't going to get it done. Fake numbers ain't going to get it done. It's going to take somebody with a real anointing uh, that knows the power of the blood of Jesus. uh, Not a two-timer. Not a half-Christian. Hallelujah. Here David is, though. The first part of his life, he has many afflictions. Many afflictions. But these afflictions are simply for one purpose. To teach David to mold his character and shape who he's going to be. See, people don't like problems. But if you want to be effective in the kingdom of God, you got to let God do what God's going to do. If you think, well, maybe I'm out of the will of God, I'm having problems. Stop saying that. Amen. If God, if God called you, just be a big boy or a big girl and the problems come, get on an altar. God, I don't know why this is happening, but I'm not going to get out of this column. I'm not going to mess myself up. I'm going to stay a righteous person. Amen. I'm telling you, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things you can learn in a cave. Hey Amen. As bad as I hated the cave, hey man, I, I lived in the cave for a while. Not a real cave, but it just seemed like everything was against me. It was trouble on every hand. And I lived in a cave for a long time. But you know what? It's in the cave that I learned how to pray. I learned how to love people. Amen, I learned how to cut some, some of my sharpness out of my mouth and out of my spirit, out of my attitude. It was in the cave that God began to mold me and shape me. You know what? In the cave, God will take all your pride out of you. Hey, pride is one of the worst things that attaches itself to people. Amen, because it it will not allow you to admit when you're wrong. It won't allow you to confess when you've done wrong. Pride will push you to keep on doing wrong. Pride, I I know you may not like this, but this is, just go ahead and eat it. Kind of bitter. Pride will mess your life up. Matter of fact, it goes before a fall. Amen. Sometimes God takes you and puts you in a cave where he can get things out of you so you can make it all the way. How, how sad would it be to serve a God that wouldn't purify us and let us wait till we get to the judgment. No, I'm sorry. You're full of bitterness. And you're full of pride. And you ain't coming in. Depart from me. I never knew you. What kind of God would do that? I want a God that will flip me upside down. Shake up my world. Make me miss my connecting flight. Whatever. Get some political person mad at me. Whatever you got to do, God. And I always felt sorry for myself because I thought I went through more trials than everybody else. I thought everybody else has it so easy. It's like they just make money so easy. And everything works for them and they never have flat tires. Praise God. Amen. I may have a flat before I leave. Who knows? Amen. Praise God. I'd rather have a flat tire than a flat spirit. God, help me. God, Hey, this is one of will make it to heaven kind of man. Me- I'm so glad they took that clock out and put a camera in because I have no idea what time it is. I'm having the time of my life. The happiest moments of my life is teaching people how to make it to heaven. You know why? You may not love me here. You may, <laughs> it may rub you the wrong way here. You're going to be knocking on my door up there. You're going to be saying, thank you, sir. You didn't let me sit there like a knot on a log. Thank you for calling it like it was when you're walking on streets of gold. It's going to be worth it. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to the Lord together. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I praise you. Hallelujah. The first part of David's life is many afflictions, but it's God purifying him. Amen. Everybody say purifying. Purifying. Amen. God's going to get some things out of you and he, he may use people to do it. It's kind of what he does. Man, this is readily available. But this is what, listen to your pastor for for the rest of the time. Start to say for one minute. Don't allow what God's doing in your life. When he's trying to purify, don't let him mess, don't let you mess what up what he's doing. I've seen so many that had so much potential great anointings on them, but when God began to purify them, Amen. you know how you get impurities out of gold? Amen. You don't put it in a sauna, rub it. Oh, that feels good. It ain't nothing like that. They put it in a furnace, and they turn it up as high as it'll go. When it gets hot enough, the impurities begin to come out of that liquefied gold well i just can't I just can't live for God. It seems like I go through too many trials. No, it's the loving hand of God that begins to turn up the heat on people. You know the best way would be is if we just got it out ourselves I mean you know like. I'm not going to be that, no. But it seemed like it just works best when God does it. God takes the impurities and gets them out of people. See, we have a sin nature when we're born. I know you think your child's an angel. Praise God. They are to me. But I know this word too. They were born in sin. <laughs> shaping an iniquity. Grandpa Adam gave them a sin nature. And there's things that are going to be in them. Hey Amen. It's got to be purified. Thank God for parents that help the purification process. Thank God for parents that make it easier on God. And he ain't got to beat them down. The, the, the best way. is for a parent. Amen, to do their job and take authority and, amen, amen get that smart mouth out of them. Amen. So I just can't do it. Oh, you can do it. Right. I'm telling you, amen. I love all my kids, every one of them. Amen, my first two, I, man, we didn't have one ounce of trouble. I think they might have got one whooping in their whole life. And Ten years later, we had a, the best kid was born that kid was as stubborn as a day is long you could beat him and he'd just bow up I'm telling you she just kept beating him he was about 8 years old maybe 10 I don't know it's like it clicked one day one day you may think there's no hope but one day it clicked I'm not the boss it's like poof he had a whooping since in, probably. Uh, y'all may not like this, but I want your kids to go to heaven with you too. I, you know, I do have a prison ministry also, and uh, I do go to prison and I preach to them. I pray them through, but they don't get to leave and go home. They have to stay there. Amen. I, I, I love all these kids. And I would rather preach to them right here. Or actually over there on Bar T. Or actually in a building bigger than that. That's where I would like to preach to them. Amen. Amen. Well, but there's things that's got to get out of everybody. Every person. Impurities that's got to come out of you. People call it afflictions. People call it trouble in life. I call it the blessings of God. Amen. I I don't have any pride in my spirit. (laughs) ain't nothing in me. I love everybody. Everybody loves me. Praise God. I told him in Idaho, if you make me mad, I'm going to bake you a cake. What, What are you talking about? This is how I was taught you're not going to get me out of the column of righteousness you're not taking my crown away you're not messing up my blessings I'll give you your money back I'll be, give you a cake I'll give you I'll write you a letter I'll give you, a, I'll give you whatever you want but you ain't getting me out of this column of righteousness hallelujah somebody shout glory then David David gets uh praise. Praise God. Still got time. And then there's a day that David gets out of the cave. And this is how my pastor always called it. He called it breakover points in life. When you struggle, 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 struggle. And you pray, 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 pray. And all of a sudden, one day, it's just like, whew, whew, and you can breathe. Oh, amen. The devil ain't on my back. The lights are on. I got all the coffee I can drink. Praise God. God's been good to me. Having got things you can squirt in your coffee if you want. I just don't want it. I grew up poor and I like black coffee. But if I wanted to, I could just go. Sh, sh. It's like a breakover ball. You know what? David gets to a breakover ball. Amen. He gets elevated to king. The most dangerous time in your life is not when you're in the cave running for your life, you think. It's when you're not running for your life. Oh, praise God. Man, I'm so glad I'm a prayer warrior. I have sure done good in my life. Well, oh, I put the devil on the run. Oh, this chair feels good, my Lord. Today's Wednesday. My goodness, I think I'm going to wait till Sunday because man, I've been in a cave most of my life. My back's messed up. I think I'll just sit in this lazy boy and watch it for a while. Amen. War was going on. David was a warrior. He sent the men out to war. My Lord, I've already killed my giant. You boys need to do your own work. I'm king now. I'm going to sit right here. And he sent the boys to war. When all the men are gone, he looks out the window and there's a woman out there. Who's that woman? You know what? His breakover point was the worst thing that ever happened to him. He falls into sin, falls into adultery, falls into murder. Let me tell you, sin just keeps on. It's kind of quiet in this house right now. Guess what? God fires the afflictions back up. It's one thing to be afflicted when God's trying to get stuff out of you. It's something else when you've already got past a bunch of stuff. And you've learned a lot of lessons and you fall right back into it. When you've hit breakover points in your life, when you should know better. Praise God. You know what? The same God that had those afflictions when you were a child. When you were a young person, when you were newlywed, the same God that turned up the afflictions, turned up the heat on you then, He's got the same heaters. I'm going to turn this air up because there's people shaking, I think. Are you all okay? People, if Sister Alicia's cold, it's, that's abuse. Oh, it's, oh praise God. You know what? God wants people to be saved so bad. He'll just turn the affliction machine back on. Click, 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 click. Now here he is. He's watching a baby die. He, he never faced things like this before. He's facing guilt he's never faced before. Looking at a dead baby. Many are the afflictions. Can I can I just talk to you like a like me and you are best friends right now, like we're just hanging out at uh, Wendy's or Waffle House talking? I just want to give you some good advice. Praise God. When David did the dumbest thing in his life, the answer was the same as when he was in that cave. The Bible says he goes over there and gets down on his face begins to cry out to God. Let me tell you the difference between a righteous man and an evil man. The Bible tells us how people ask me, "How do I know I'm right?" This is how you know a righteous man falls down, and then he gets right back up. An evil man stumbles and rolls away. That's the difference. David learned how to pray in that cave when Saul was after him. You know, he learned how to touch God. Tell you when you're running for your life, you'll learn how to touch God. When he was sitting there and they're saying this baby ain't gonna live, he goes over there and he says, "Who knows whether he's gonna live or die? But I do know how to pray." He prays. Let me tell you something. Sin has a cost. I mean, the cost of sin was God took the baby's life. David gets up and he dusts himself off. He says, I'm going to do right. I'm telling you that there are afflictions that happen to people in the first portions of your life, I could say, your walk with God that have a purpose And then there's other afflictions that happen later on in life. It's God trying to get your attention. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I'm going to tell you the key every time is just get right. I'm telling you the enemy knows that if God's people get back up, and begin to pray and search your hearts again. God's going to put them back in that column. God's going to start listening again. He's going to start watching again. Uh, amen. That's why He does everything He can do. to Get people to give up on God. I want to tell you, there is so many advantages to living for God. There's so many. There's so many so many advantages of just humbling yourself before God now why don't we just pray right now I don't in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh God, come on church, you're not alone. Come on church, you're not the only one. But if you will cry to God, you can't keep it inside of you, it'll destroy you. It'll be a cancer to you. You'll let it out. You'll cry. Come on, David expressed himself over and over. God, help me. Come on, church, why don't you cry out to God like David would do. In my distress, I cried unto God and he heard me. Oh, he's a strong and mighty tower to righteous run into. Come on, don't let the enemy shut you up. Don't let the enemy rob you. Oh, there's many afflictions, but God's going to deliver you. you'll cry you'll cry you'll cry oh God <laughs> <laughs> come on in Jesus name Come on, there's people that need to pray certain prayers in this house. Come on. Koma satala masa. Sadaba tala bahatalabokosa. Come on, pour your heart out to the Lord right now.